podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 99. Um, on this one, we are first joined by Koopy for some book talk. Uh, we talk about our Patreon, of course, and then we go over some TV shows we've been watching in our household. Um, and then uh, the second half is Skinny comes on. We catch up with him, talk about his kids a little bit. Uh, I try to have him do an audio tag for me. It kind of fell apart. We should have done better. Uh, we talked about eggs, um, corns on your feet, pedicures. I don't know, weird fucking shit. So anyway, thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Koopy. Hello. So we know what that means. Books. That's right. And we're also joined by our dog, Nymeria, because you'll hear her feet click clacking around on our hardwood floors. She's the mascot. Yeah. So we need to start posting more pictures of her. Um, All right. So you read three books this month, right? Three books. Not as many as I would have hoped. Right. And your goal was four this month, right? Four. Yeah. So you got three. Your goal for the year is 60. Um, and you are at 42, 42. So we're going to keep track. If you get there, I say yes, you say no. I am. Uh, it's not looking good, but we'll see. All right. So, all right, let's get to your first book or first two books. The first two books I read are in a trilogy. Um, and I was hoping to read the third, but I didn't get to it. So I'll probably read that next month. But, um, the, it's called the Nevernight Chronicles. And the first book in the series is Nevernight, and the second book is God's Grave. Um, so, yeah, um, I was going to just read the book description because I Perfect. didn't want to give anything like too much away. Right. And it's kind of complicated. So here it goes. It says, in a land where three sons almost never set, a fledgling killer joins a school of assassins seeking vengeance against the powers who destroyed her family. Daughter of an executed tra- traitor, Mia Corvere is barely able to escape her father's failed rebellion with her life. Alone and friendless, she hides in a city built from the bones of the dead god, hunted by the Senate and her father's former comrades. But her gift for speaking with the shadows leads her to the door of a retired killer in a future she never imagined. Now Mia is apprenticed to the deadliest flock of assassins in the entire Republic, the Red Church. If she bests her fellow students in contests of steel poison and the subtle arts she'll be in, in inducted among the blades of the lady blessed murder and one step closer to the vengeance she desires but a killer is loose within the church's halls the bloody secrets of maya's past return to haunt her and a plot to bring down her fam bring down the entire congregation is unfolding in the shadows she so loves Will she even survive to initiation, let alone have her revenge? So that's just a rhetorical question, but it's a really good series. It's written for adults, so it's pretty explicit. It has lots of blood and lots of violence and sex. Right. All the bad stuff. I will say the covers kind of look like they remind me of Skyrim or any of the Elder Scrolls game, the uh, sad. Brotherhood Assassins or whatever they're called. On the um, back here, it describes it as Japanese steampunk novel with mythic creatures, civil unrest, and a strong female protagonist. Right. You like all the strong female protagonists in your books. I read a lot of lady assassins. Yeah. Makes me a little nervous. <laughs> a little nervous. Um, but do you think they're good so far? So like you're, are you eagerly waiting to read the third book? I think they're really good. Um there, there's so much detail. Like there's footnotes on almost every page, and it's it's kind of a lot of work. But right. I do have I have been reading it with the audiobook, so that has I think made it really good. If I didn't have the audiobooks, it might be harder right. to get through them, um, or at least longer. But they're really good. Oh, cool. Yeah. It has a lot of praise out there. Um, so Japanese steampunk, Lady Assassin, if you're interested. The Never Not Chronicle. 
by Jay Kristoff. Jay Kristoff. And he was one of the co-authors of a book series I read this summer. If you are a frequent listener, you might remember uh, the Illuminae Files. Oh, yeah. He was one of the writers for that. I see. Yeah. Well, right on. All right. And what is the third book you read this month? The third book is one that a student um, suggested I read. They read it over the summer and lent it to me. It's called Girl in Pieces, a novel by Kathleen Glasgow. And it's a YA contemporary, and it has a lot of um, triggers, I guess you could call them, for like self-harm, abuse. Right. So uh, YA means young adult because a lot of book readers don't have a clue what that means. Um, And then the cover of this book uh, looks like it's cuts. Yes. So it it alludes to that by the cover. She self-harms. She's a cutter. And it also has like this really cool charcoal element uh, to the text. She's an artist. Right. But here's uh, the description for this book. It says, Charlotte Davis is in pieces. At 17, she's already lost more than most people do in a lifetime, but she's learned how to forget. The broken glass washes away the sorrow until there's nothing but calm. You don't have to think about your father and the river, your best friend who's gone forever, your mother who has nothing left to give you. Every new scar hardens Charlie's heart just a little more, yet it still hurts so much. It hurts enough to not care anymore, which is some, sometimes what happens, what has to happen before you can find your way back from the edge. So it opens up with her in a girl's home for girls who's like self-harm right and then she is released and she goes she ends up she's from minnesota she ends up in arizona and then it's kind of like her life there in arizona and in the end um she gets reconnected with one of the girls from um the hospital that she was staying in and so it's it has a roller coaster of events but it was good i just finished it recently uh, this afternoon Oh, right on. Yeah. You were trying to race and finish that one for the podcast. So. Yeah. I started this. I've been reading this one at work when I have time. So I've been reading this one all month long. And so I just had to bring it home this weekend to knock it out. Right. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was really good. And hopefully next month you get some more books knocked out. Yeah. Only should three. shoot some smaller ones. Well, I, it's just. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And books. I mean, once you get to a certain age, books are just, I mean, 300 or 400 pages. They don't really get much shorter than that. Right. I hear that. So. Someday I'll read again. Maybe. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't even bring up my Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Um, you could go there and be like my mom or Hurricane Haynes or Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear or Pow Wow and give me money. Uh, get early access to the podcast. Um, anyway, think about it. Be cool. Make you seem way cool in my book because we need money. Um, all right. The only other thing I can think of that we can talk about is some TV shows because we've been watching lots of TV lately. Partially why I haven't got as many books read. <laughs> right. Well, I've been messing with uh, the beat making a little less the last couple of weeks. I've been kind of slow on that, which has led to us to watch more TV. So... Um, what show? I think we should probably start with Big Brother first. I brought it up with Pow Wow last week, um, but the finale hadn't happened yet. So the finale happened. So if you haven't watched that, um, just fast forward like two minutes or whatever. <laughs> um, and Mickey won, and I think deservedly so. I think he was easily the best yeah. player. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he definitely went the hardest. Right. I don't know if he was the best. I mean, he was definitely the best comp- competitor. See, I think even game moves, he was better than anybody else in that season. I just don't like how he went about things. Like, I really thought that that whole thing with Tommy was very cringy. Well, it was, but I I enjoyed it. That's like a legit Big Brother move, you know? Like, yeah. That's the old school shit that no one else does anymore. I was glad Nicole won America's Favorite. Yeah, that was surprising. I really thought Cliff or Tommy was going to win it. And so whenever it was her... I guess she just won a really off here the last couple of weeks, probably, right? Like Probably. Before that, I'm sure people didn't care as much about her. I don't know. Maybe, maybe once uh, Cliff got out, his family was like spearheading the vote for Nicole thing. Could be. Could be. They had a big following. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Of, I guess there wasn't anything crazy though. Besides, they kept bringing up all like the racist stuff, and I never felt like there was too many racism. I moments. remember that was a thing, like in the beginning, early on. Right. But it really kind of. I thought they forgot about it. Right. Well, and it seemed to be like, well, since all the first, you know, a few people were all uh, minorities and people are racist, that seemed to be the more or less the gist of it. Um, I even whenever at the time remember looking at it being like, I don't feel like it's that way. I think it's a coincidence. But who am I? You know, white guy. So who cares? I don't know. It's but if I mean, people are entitled to their feelings. Right. I do also enjoy uh, Nick. The Nick storyline. <laughs> Getting called out. <laughs> right. Uh, he's with Bella. And then in the jury house, he hooks up with Kat. And then it's just all supposed to be cool. And then Bella got all offended by it. And Nick's just like, hey, I'm just living my good vibes only life. Yeah, I don't think he handled that well at all. He could have definitely. I felt like he uh, should have got at least uh, was sticking up for Kat and just being like, you know, she's a good person and I got to know her and, and I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. You know, just at least own what he did. Right. But yeah, he definitely approached it weird. Yeah. Very odd. Very odd. Um, Seemed shady. So I don't, I didn't hear of him doing another Armand one. Remember last year they did like a Yeah, they celebrity, did a celebrity one. I think so. They did, yeah. So I haven't heard any, they didn't announce that or OTT, I think it was the year before where they did the online thing. So it seems like they're going back to just doing the Summer Big Brothers. Which is probably for the best. They should just focus on making those really good. Right. I agree. I agree. I'm still hoping we do an all-star, another all-star season someday. But I also enjoy it when it's all new people. That's also fun. So we'll see what happens there. Um, let's see. Another TV show we've really been enjoying. Uh, we watched season one of Hunter again. We've already seen it. But season two came out, and then we slacked, and we hadn't watched it. We're like, well, let's just watch season one to catch up. And, and then, then we knocked it out real quickly. Yeah, and we needed to rewatch it, though, because there's so much that happens in it. It's hard to even, like, after a year, remember all those details. So right. I'm glad we revisited it. Right. It, I think Mindhunter is really good. If you're unfamiliar, it's uh, FBI. Serial killing. It's FBI, right? Yeah. Or, Holden. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was that or CIA, but yeah, they're FBI, I think. FBI. Um, so anyway, it's like the people, and it's not based exactly on, it's based on a true story, but it is that not at all the true story. Like, they've changed a lot of shit. Like, the people weren't really named that. They didn't do this exact thing. It was, it's very loosely based on a true story of uh, FBI agents interviewing serial killers before the term serial killers even existed and uh, basically trying to figure out what makes them tick, why are they weird, um, is there a way we can predict this thing? And then, so it's set in like what the sixties, seventies, seventies, I believe. It's um, after Manson and all of that, right? And Manson was sixty nine, so yeah, and it's like right, a few years after that, it seems. I think um, seventy. It what's I think on the second time through, what's made it more interesting is I remembered it being like each episode they went to a new town and learned about a local murder, but wasn't how it went at all. It's like intertwined where they go back to different places. And I do think the structure of it's very interesting. In season one, they're invest. Well, they're learning about a series of murders that are a, a serial. It is a serial killer, but they don't ever come close to figuring out who it is. And so for season two, it's where it sets it up as right. I guess they're going to try to figure out who the serial killer was from season one. Right. But they are still in like kind of in the dark about it. Like they're not even. Aware. I don't think it'll at all come up. I don't think it'll come up really in season two. I think mean, it might come up a little bit, but they're not going to catch him in season two because they're way off. They barely even touched on it in season one. Right. So we'll see what happens. You know, of course, could be completely wrong. It's already out. People have already watched it. Maybe they could catch him in the second episode or something. But uh, we'll watch season two probably today or soon. Yeah, we might start it soon. Now that Big Brother's done, we have more time because Big Brother's three nights a week. <laughs> yeah, it's a commitment for sure. Um, but anyway, Mon Hunter, really good. Uh, some of the actors they have for the serial killers are just top-notch performances. Yeah, like, I'm they're surprised they're not weird. award winners. Uh, like there's one guy who talks looks and looks kind of like John Goodman as well. Plays and, Ed Kemper. No, no, no. Ed Kemper is the earlier one. I'm talking about the guy with the shoes. That likes oh, the like yeah. that guy basically is John Goodman. Like he has a very a lot of very similarities anyway to younger John Goodman. And I'm always like, I feel like this guy should be like way more popular, but I've only think I've seen him in just this. So and then that the Ed Kemper guy is really good. 
Um, he's he's been in some other things here or there, but uh, like he was on Barry. He was like a random cop in the tech department, you know, random shit. Uh, but anyway, Mindhunter, real good. Uh, you've really liked a show called Carnival Row. It's a prime Amazon, Amazon prime. prime show, and it is awesome if you like fantasy. Um, I guess also romance right. storylines. Uh, has Cara Delavine, I think is how you say your name, and Orlando Bloom. So it has a good uh, leading actors. And um, it's like set in a world where mythical creatures exist. Yeah, there's fairies and then there's pucks. There's a wide range, but those are the two Those are the two main ones you see besides humans. And the pugs have like ram horns, but they're human for the most part. They have like goat-like legs. Do they? Yeah, he has like hooves for feet. All right. Well, yeah, recently we saw one of the dudes naked, and I thought his lower body looked like a man. It's like from the butt, uh, but but to his horns, he's a man. But from he has uh, horns and then feet like a. Goat. I see. I see. But anyway, it's um, it's all like a metaphor for racism, right? And it's really and, uh, kind and of immigration on the head. talks a lot about immigrants and yeah, yeah. So um, basically, the humans messed up the mythical people's land, so now they're letting them come live in their well, land. Well, they're and- being. The immigrant or the magical creatures don't have anywhere else to go, so right. they've been forced to immigrate into the yeah, human the, world. But they're not really accepted. I'll say there. the graphics are really good and all that. Um, I didn't personally care about the love story, and I didn't care about the murder mystery that is basically the entire central plot of it. I do think the world's cool, but I didn't care about the story of it. But I know you really liked it, and I'm sure I'm just. I don't know. I just maybe I was in the right mood when we started it, but I kept being like, "Okay." Maybe I just hyped it up too much because I watched the first episode by myself, and I was like, "It is so good." And then <laughs> you watched, and you're like, "I guess." <laughs> like I said, I think it it looks cool. It maybe the second season. I'm sure they'll get one. Will be better. Uh, I just didn't care about the murder mystery aspect of it. Like Orlando Bloom's character is a detective, and you're like going through that. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I don't know. Would have been cool with more to me. I did enjoy the puck storyline. There's a rich puck moving up into the human, rich white people or rich human people neighborhood. I enjoyed that storyline a lot, um, but I didn't really care about the main one. As well, much. I liked it also. Who knows what you would think if you watched it? Right. Well, I'm just letting people check know. it I'm out. I'm trying to hate um, a show I love. Uh, and I think you like as well as Succession. Yes. We stay on Succession every week. It is, uh, by most critics online and everything, it is the most, it's the best show on TV, you know, like currently or whatever, uh, which that can change a lot because shows only last eight weeks and then they, they're off the air and something else is the best show or whatever. But Succession is really good. Uh, you have to enjoy monologues and paying attention and dialogue and, you, there's not like action and shit. It's a you family know. D- drama, right? So not family in the sense of like ABC Family, but family as in it's centered on a family, right? And, and so a lot of it's like a corporate corporation, a very successful corporation, and his children want to inherit it. So it's the succession of that business, and right? It's kind of like the guy line. who owns Fox News. Can't remember his name right now. It'd be like him and his family. And they own everything from radio to TV to cruise to, lines, to and cruise lines, parts yeah. And, so um, there's a lot of animosity between the siblings. That's interesting. And then... Um, See, I, I think my favorite part is every episode, or from episode to episode, you don't even know how much time's going to pass or what the event's going to be. Because they'll just be like, all right, this one's two weeks later, and they're here. Like, that has happened before. And you're like, oh, okay, now they're at this event. Um, like, each episode seems like an event. Like, no episode seems like, well, this will just connect to the next one. Like, each episode is its own thing, if that makes sense. In a way. I mean, I do. This last episode channeled back to something from season one. Right. Well, I mean, I guess it ties back, but uh, this one, they went to a place. So you're like, oh, this is the one where they fly out here and ship this happened to ship. Like, I just think all of them are, they try to make them memorable. But they don't seem like other ones with locations and shit because they're rich. So they can fly out to wherever. So you see a lot of different uh, cities and yeah. stuff, I guess. Yeah. I'm at. Um, so anyway, like Succession a lot. After that on HBO is the Ratchet Gemstones, which is my favorite at the moment. 
Um, it's pretty funny. Very funny show. Definitely enjoy it. I really enjoy uh, Adam Devine and his Satanist roommate. <laughs> Clearly, I think it's like his gay lover, but they're not saying that exactly yet. Um, maybe they haven't acted on the feelings, but they're there, you know. Uh, but anyway, I really enjoy their relationship a lot. And uh, Danny McBride is basically Kenny Powers in every role. I mean, I, even in Vice Principals, he wasn't. But as soon as he raises his voice, you're like, it's Kenny Powers. And I don't know who funny. plays the sister, but she kills it. Yeah, the sister uh, steals the show for sure in a lot of different ways. Um, John Goodman's good. Uh, the guy from Justified, I don't even know his name, but I like him as uh, old Billy. Baby Billy. Baby Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, Roger Gemstone, super good. Uh if you're into this evangelical uh almost a, a succession parody. It's like very you, satirical. When you watch them com- side by side, it's like they're just doing the comedy version of succession. Like instead of a big business of like really making money, it's a church and I don't know. It's funny. There's like three siblings. Yeah. And, and all that. Yeah. So kind of fight over the business. That's a religious business. Right. So it's uh, pretty good. Um, another show we watch a lot of um, is Disenchantment, which, if people don't remember, is the from the Simpsons creators, but it's on Netflix, set in like fantasy time with elves and castles and goblins and shit. Um, it all looks like the Simpsons. Like Elfo looks like Bart Simpson, but in little green one. And Bean and all the people are yellow. No, no. They're, they're well, flesh colored. But they do look like The Simpsons. Like, they're just art oh, yeah. styles, very similar. Yeah, I guess or you're right. Or Futurama, if you will, um, if that's easier. Because they're not yellow, and The Simpsons are yellow. So I guess Futurama is probably more accurate. There are a few, like, alien, like, water-looking Right, creatures. the water people are, have blue skin. Um, not alien water. I was yeah. thinking Futurama. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this is good. I think, really, we're just such big fans of Broad City that it makes <laughs> us like it more because Abby Jacobson is the voice of the main character, and basically everything she says I just laugh at because she's just funny in Broad City, and I just imagine her character saying it, and I giggle at like most of her lines. Yeah, she's good. So, I like her. Um, it's a funny show. That is a good one if you need a, just a good animated show on Netflix to waste some time. And me loving The Simpsons, you know, it's right up my alley, so... And I'm sure there's other shows we've watched. Oh, Ink Master we just finished. Um, that season finale happened. What uh, season number are we on? Oh, five. Who knows? Like 10, 11? I think we've watched them all. Yeah, I know I've watched all of them. Um, did you ever watch season one? You know, I started season two. Because season one was not as good. And I want to say uh, I watched, like I just binged it one day and was like, all right, we'll watch season two next. But... Ink Master is good. It's surprising we're into it because we're not like tattoo people. We don't, you know, have the tattoo. You have no tattoos. No tattoos. I have one, and I don't know if I'll ever get others, so. I have no desire to get a tattoo. Right, but they're, you're still like, oh, it's a really good tattoo. I appreciate, illust- like, people who can draw an illustration and art, so I view it just as a form of art, but I don't, I, I would never get one. And also, even these, quote, masters mess up a lot, so. Right. Well, they're not really masters. The masters are the people that come on and judge them. Th- really. There's, like, three people in there that are, like, pretty good. Maybe, like, five. But, um, all right. And then we have some shows we're going to try to watch. Um, Ozarks is a show on Netflix. We watched season one and really liked it. A and long then, time ago. And then season two came out, and I was like, oh, we got to watch season two, but we just, it just never happened. And then now they won like an Emmy uh, for best actor. Jason Bateman did for Ozark season two. So now I'm like, well, now I've, that's reminded me. I need to fucking watch Ozarks season two. And then there's a show on Amazon Prime called Fleabag that Bill Simmons on his podcast has been talking about for months. Uh, it's really short. It's like six episodes, half hour, and it's over. But apparently uh, everyone loves it. So I might check that out too. And we also need to watch Chernobyl. Yeah, Chernobyl on HBO. We have a whole list of other stuff somewhere, or we did. Um, eventually, I got to start watching more movies as well, because I'm really out of watching movies. Yeah. But, I like movies, but you do not, so yeah. So I'm trying to get into it for you. Make some popcorn, have some movie nights. We will try. Um, all right, I don't want to think I have anything else. I need to find someone else to be on this podcast with me, but I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> Well, so if not, it'll just be real. If you're short. interested, let us know. You can always call in. You don't actually have to show up here. So. Very true. 
Very true. If you're out there. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. I'll see you guys in or talk to you guys in a month. Peace. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, we are back and we are joined by Skinny. What up, what up? Uh, if you're a music listener, this is the same one as Skinny Motherfucking 5000. That's fucking right, bro, bro. <laughs> They're not different people, in case you're wondering. Um, Sometimes they, I go different modes. <laughs> they're one and the same. I mean, people do have their different personas. Um, how's life been, man? I, it's been a long time since we've been on a normal podcast. I know, man. It's been a minute, but life is life. Shit happens. I just look at it and. However I look at life, it, shit's going to happen, and I just roll with it, and it's all how my perception on life is now. Yeah, I mean, that's a good attitude. <laughs> I'm exactly opposite. Like, I'm always like, lately, if like last month, I've been all kind of depressed and sad, but not like in a necessarily harmful way. Um, and I could be like, well, fuck, I, everything's fine, you know, but I just, yeah. I'm just all still like I a just bummer. I seem like, I know life's going to happen, and it's going to keep happening, bullshit's going to happen and it's just how I'm going to look at it, and that's how I'm going to get through it. It's like, okay, shit is happening, but also, this is life. This is what's going to happen. Right. You can't stop it. <laughs> you know, no, you can't stop it. I just roll with it how I roll with it. It can beat me down or make me better. I just choose to make me better. Well, there you go. Uh, I did see next... You live next to a Love's gas station. Right. And at the Love's next door to you, they, like, ripped up all the gas pumps. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck, that has to suck. I bet they're always working on shit out there. Hell, yeah. Little man, little essay <laughs> little came trying to buy my truck. <laughs> like, I do lawns. You want to sell your truck? No, I'm good, man. That's my baby. That's uh, funny. <laughs> um, some dads get a new fucking vehicle. Mine's being an asshole but I don't fucking know enough about hey, cars to fix tax it. season coming up pretty quick. Yeah, I guess that's what might happen. <laughs> um, you did say, before we fucking recorded, uh, you're having, you know, your dad moments. You have like four kids. Four right? kids, right. Crack right. Number. And, uh, one, you have one son. One son. And you're having to be like the stereotypical black dad being like, let me teach you a lesson. Right. Come stay with me for a week. Well, the stereotypical dad is like, hey, this dad's not there. <laughs> like, that's my that's my story. It's like, well, God yeah. dang. For some, for some. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah, but I'm like, I didn't want to do the same thing for my kid. I went through all that bullshit and did all that craziness. I don't want to put let him go through that. So I got to step up and do my part. Right. And show him, try to get him on the right path. Like, we got one fuck up. I did that. I don't need that from you. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. My story is weird uh, because my biological father, he was like 18 when I was born. Right. And I'm like uh, way older than that. For sure. And so it's always weird to think about that. And uh, the way the story was told to me, you know, I don't want to call mm. my mom a liar, so I'm gonna, I believe it's the truth. <laughs> For sure. Um, that he cheated on my mom when my, my mom was pregnant. Uh-huh. So my mom just said, well, then fuck you, I'm out, and For just sure. bounced. She's and then my dad came around when I was like nine months old. Right. So like, I was basically my dad's mom's boyfriend or whatever. Um, and then he was always around and eventually got married, and then he adopted me. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's just my dad. Like, right, I don't even right. think about this other uh, person. Um, that's right. But... He could have been an asshole and been like, oh, I don't want him to be adopted, like throwing a huge fit and shit. So mm-hmm. I'm still like, well, at the end of the day, I think he probably did the fairly right. cool thing. You're out of just letting it go. Yeah, like um, my real dad, he's like in South Africa. Like my aunt, my great aunt adopted me and my brother. She, I was like, asked her why. She said she didn't want to see us get separated. So she was like my mom and my dad. But she was also married to like this preacher. Well, he saves my dad and stuff. But I seen adoption papers, but... They were married, but only her name's on there, so right. it is what it is. And like I came to terms with it, so me and him's on some good terms now. Finally, what's so. good? Uh, well, I think also to become an adult, you get to realize like they're all like I think this all the time. So my mom was eighteen when I was born. Yeah. Um. So and I would have been thirteen uh-huh. when she was my age. 
And I think about that shit all the time because I don't, you know, I have a kid or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no wonder she fucked up, right? Or yeah. whatever. Because I'm an idiot and she was probably an idiot too. So <laughs> that I, shit happens. Like, God dang, I let that shit go. Life right. goes on. So that's just the way that, to me, that's how I come around to I it. I think it's I a learning curve for you. <laughs> right. That's all it is. Uh, I saw my parents recently, by the way. In fact, I went and ate the Scottsdale Fish Place. I've been saying on the podcast, I'd go eat there. Go Delicious. <laughs> so good. I mean, it's like the fifth time I've eaten there. Um, sure. Every time been good. They know how to fucking fry up some catfish. Hell yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Um, let see if I have anything on here. Not necessarily. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to work on this goddamn uh, collab album. For sure. Been talking I, about it forever. I know. It's so Very exciting. little progress lately. We met a lot of progress at the beginning, right? Cause yeah, it came in strong. Basically, there's two types of people. There's people that like get at it, and that's what I try to be. I try to be, if you send me a collab, I'm like, all right, let's write right. it as soon as possible. Let's get the shit done. Right, because I don't want to forget and shit. Um, and then so we got all those people out of the way, and now we got the ones that are like, well, I'm still going through the beats. Like, <laughs> <Arawati>. <laughs> <laughs> uh And then... Other people that are like, oh, this beat's awesome. I'm halfway written the verse, but then I haven't heard shit for two weeks. So I'm like, well. I got life going on. <laughs> and like, I ain't even trying to be an asshole. It's just like, man, it'd be so cool if it was done. Like, you know? Pick this shit up. I'm um, ready to go. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's what's happening there. It's really exciting. I'm though. trying to make some shit better, you know. So at least it's giving me time to work on that aspect of my music. Been making some beats. I need to make more. Bro, you've been kicking them out, bro. I mean, <laughs> if I come back over here, you got something got going on. They have been, I think they've been like really good lately. I've really been enjoying them. Um, but I need 24 more to upload so I can do the three a week to finish off the year. For sure. And then I can be like, all right, next year we'll figure out what I'm going to do. I think you found your niche where you're at and you've just been pushing them out. They've been sounding like they're on point. I do enjoy <laughs> I had a guy hit me up and be like, can I have this beat for free? I was like, uh, if it's for non-profit, you can, I mean, there's a free yeah, download for non-profit. You get your name out there sometimes so, with that free shit. The then he wanted me real. to rap on it with him, and I hadn't listened to him, so I didn't say I would one way or the other. But then I went back and listened, I was like, yeah, I have very little chance I will be rapping <laughs> with, this, with this person. Uh, no offense to him, just we do I, not match. For sure. Um. So we have a music episode coming out this Friday. We just oh, recorded yeah. that. That's uh, right. That's recorded right. Recorded that last night. Uh, surprise third guest. Yes. See if anyone uh, dun, dun, is expecting dun, 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 dun. it Stay or uh, you know is glad about it. Happy <laughs> about it. We'll see. Uh, we need more music for that, by the way. So for sure, that's just been music. That's been slowing down. So if you're an artist out there for whatever reason, listening to this, like. I used to think it was cool, but now it's annoying. Like Brad Sterex, I know who listened to this. Hell yeah. He used to be like, well, I don't want to be on every episode. You know, I'll just do it on every few. And I'm like, well, might as well, man. I'm man, fucking hitting up random motherfuckers shit. online. He, promoting, like, he promotes us. Why yeah. not promote you? Like, it's a mutual thing. We yeah. Got- so we'll get you on the fucking playlist. Keep showing the love to each other. Yeah, so much love. Um, all right. So the so much get love reminded me. Dan Woods. <laughs> uh, this is episode 99 of the podcast, which is going to be the last uh, shittier version in my mind. Now I may Aaron give up. Ninety nine. <laughs> I Go may Yankees. give up and in the hundreds. <laughs> uh, may just be exactly the same. But in my mind, I'm gonna have uh, more audio cues and little things like that pop up on the podcast. <laughs> audio cues. So, for instance, we explained last time we'll have you know the smoking the ganja from Snappy smoking things like that. The so we Boom. need to if we can. Uh, come up with other fun things we talk about. So, for instance, I think sports ball is a good one to cover all the sports talk. <laughs> but we need like a cool you or me, someone saying sports ball. Sports ball. Oh, uh, let's see. Hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Sports ball. Mm. Yeah, something like that. We'll see what we can cut out. <laughs> see what we can cut through that. Uh, so, sports ball, right. And uh, maybe we'll just cut every time we just said sports ball and just lay them all over each other, and it's like a robot. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. And, oh, man, I had another one in my head, but I fucking lost that. What else we talk? We talk about fantasy football <laughs> a lot. Fantasy seems like also a very... What, 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 what's your fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ludicrous for sure. Now, if only got to remake Beats. If I was that fucking good, I'd just remake that beat and be like, no, I made that, sir. Um... I don't know what else to see. Like, uh, 
guess everything else is just kind of random. Mm-hmm. A little uh, mumble jumble. I do like, um, I think it's fun, and no one else ever does it. I like mm-hmm. to tell stories of like bad sex experiences because <laughs> I think that's way more fun <laughs> than like, oh, yeah, it totally went fucking perfect. Um, so I've told a few stories on here of like um, accidental threesomes I was in where I was like, oh, this is very awkward. How did I? And this guy's real mean to this girl. And I'm just sitting here. So. Um, I don't go back and find those episodes. That's so, fucking awesome. Do you have any? Uh, uh, <laughs> do you have any experiences? Because here's my theory: is like, I think anyone could be bad at sex, right? Like, for sure, you know. Because I think me personally, I've had moments where I was like, I felt real good about what I just did. <laughs> right. And there's other times where I'm like, I was not good, not for at sure, all. Right. Man. So I do think it's like a chemistry thing. So if you have any, um, that were just so bad that you have to laugh at them you could totally share that to take up time man like i probably like when i'm super fucked up like man like you don't remember doing stupid shit right like pissing off the side of the bed like hey you didn't even get out of my bed just like <laughs> just whip your dick out and just piss all over some shit oh shit yeah <laughs> oh yeah so by the way um if you haven't listened to the music oh. episode skinny and no offense slightly alcoholic for sure. I'm uh, an alcoholic addict. Right. So I'm double the, I'm a he's double getting doses. fucked up. That's the scenario in which he's uh, just rolling over to piss off some girl's bed. Yeah, I'd be fucking pissed. Oh, bro. <laughs> this, like, this girl had this fucked up doorknob. Like, she knew how to get it open. Like, I had to throw up. <laughs> just couldn't get out the door. Just threw up everywhere <laughs> but she's a big chick so she just cleaned my clothes up made them all nice and neat pulled them up well hell yeah that's wifey material right there i would think right <laughs> big girls gotta keep you <laughs> hey and i think it's another thing i think anyone can be like i said good or bad regardless of uh of any of sizes <laughs> just to keep the peace here uh, I will say, I threw up one time uh, when I was a senior in high school. We went, there was this town 30 minutes away that was like also small, like our town. But my friend yeah. dated this girl there, and her parents were like, uh, not poor, like they were like fairly wealthy and let us throw fucking parties in their house. Yeah. And it would just get all fucked up and shit. So we got real drunk. And then the next day, I was like, I got to chill out. So I stayed at their house like all day. Right. And uh, they all went to the movies and shit. Like, my friends also stayed, but I was like, I got to chill out. And uh, on our way home, my friend starts talking about, in a joking way, about getting a pubic hair stuck in his teeth. (laughs) And it made me fucking throw up everywhere. And I vomited (laughs) all over this fucking truck. And everyone just laughed at me, and no one made me clean it up. So I do think... It's just part of the rules. If you throw up on people's shit, they're just like, eh. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> you had it worse, I guess. Um, oh, I know one story I told of your big little knot, and I couldn't remember the exact details of who drank in what order, but you got real fucked up, so you might not remember. But uh, So oh, you're my yeah. little in fraternity, and Pow Wow is little as Shad, my little mm-hmm. cousin, and then Sean, uh, I don't remember who his uh, big is at the moment. Um, uh, but anyway, we had a fucking big old gallon of goddamn... Might have been KV. Yeah, it is KV. Uh, you might be right. Uh, <laughs> so we had this giant fucking gallon of goddamn yeah. Jack and made y'all finish it off. And someone threw up in it and someone drank the vomit. But me and Powell could not remember. Shad threw up in the bottle. I still got the bottle. Shad threw up in the bottle. And I had I drank that shit. You drank the bottle. That yeah. might, so if anyone remembers that story, that's how that went. That's how it went. And I still got that motherfucking bottle. <laughs> Yeah, so big little knots are definitely a thing where total alcohol poisoning happened. For sure. Um, but it was always a good time. It was fun. I know, Shad, we had to walk home because there was only a few houses down from where I lived. And he had he was sing- he had not been single for the whole time up until this point. Mm-hmm. And he had been single for like a week. And Koopy was helping me walking home. And he was like, Koopy, you better tell your girls... Your girlfriends and I'm single, and I won't be single for long. Cause any, everybody want me, and like it was so funny. And Fucking we get him home, shit. and he sits, you know, uh, Indian style, crisscross applesauce, whatever you call for it. Sure. Again, let me be clear. 
Indian style is not talking about Native Americans. It's talking about fucking Gandhi sending Indian style. So it's not offensive. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, go get fucking. another subject. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chad said Indian style, throws up all yes, over himself. <laughs> and uh, then we had a fucking undressing, even if I can put him in different, like, it was a fucking mess. Anyway. Right. So everyone's big little knot, you get fucking trash and it's stupid. <laughs> it's in the middle, of, it's like on a Wednesday. Fuck yeah! And they're like, "Oh, I'll go to class the next day." Fuck. <laughs> so we had some classes together, looking fucked. Up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's uh, what our small school fraternity life was like because we didn't yeah. have houses, so it was just let's meet up here and get drunk for sure, <laughs> and then we'll leave and go do our own thing. <laughs> it was a little different uh, than others, for sure. Now, I guess fraternity talk, that's something we do every once in a while. Snappy's particular to lacking fraternity to subjects. <laughs> so um, I guess I could also say for anyone out there, if y'all want to record some of these segment titles, send them in. Mm-hmm. I'll try to put some beats on them, you know, some we'll <laughs> use. I would really like to get some user shit in. I will say, and uh, this is going to come out probably the day we're recording episode 100. So there's not yeah. really time. But we would love emails from everyone for episode 100. And at the moment, no Fuck one has done yeah. it. So um, that might not happen at all. Hopefully Stop we have shit to talk emails. about. Because um, it seems like all the eggs in the basket of the emails may not work out. Anyway. Ooh, eggs over easy. The best way. All right. <laughs> uh, that's your favorite way to eat eggs? Yeah. I go over medium, personally. Mainly because... Uh, it's different. See, over easy, if you go to a restaurant order over mm-hmm. easy, normally the white part of the egg will also be kind of runny. You know what I mean? Because they're trying to make sure your yolk's still runny. Yeah. I don't like that shit. So I say <laughs> over medium, and then that makes it where the yolk's still pretty runny, yeah. but they'll make sure the white shit's cooked through. Whereas in Kubi gets over hard, and that's to make sure the fucking yolk's hard, but still mm. fried. That's very different. So well, anyway, check that out. <laughs> if y'all are curious out there. Uh, <laughs> Scrambled also very popular. Or you eat like fried or fertilized. <laughs> Man, bacon like fucking breakfast is my favorite. Fertilized, let's throw eggs between the thighs. <laughs> oh hell yeah. That's what I did. Fried is the breakfast food. <laughs> so it's two drumsticks, two chicken legs, eggs. Or chicken thighs, as you said. Uh, African American breakfast. What's your opinion on chicken and waffles? I personally think it's a weird combination. I never had chicken and well, I take that back. I tried it at KFC. It wasn't shit. I, was I just like, think the combination. Like, I think weird. they're both like, fine. Why? Right. But I why? Like, I agree. Man, just leave my fucking chicken along with that bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me some hot sauce and like a butter biscuit. <laughs> this evening, what I cooked, and this is not like me at all, but it's like it's a meal that probably actually isn't healthy. Like when you break it down, but it makes you feel healthy. Mm-hmm. Um. So I grilled chicken breast. Sure. And they were all delicious. And then I cut them up. And then we got a Caesar salad kit. Because mm-hmm. Caesar salad's fucking delicious. Ass, bro. I do that shit too, man. <laughs> and then I put the chicken chopped up in the Caesar salad. Yeah. And we stirred it all up. And there was so much chicken that there was like probably uh, twice as much chicken as the salad. Like you it was way too greens much. In there. You're still getting your health in there. So who gives uh, a fuck? <laughs> but it was delicious. And me and Kubi were like, oh my God, I can't fucking eat. I'm like, eat what you want to eat. Like shit, you're going to die anyway. Like shit. True that. I'm dying from probably all kinds of other shit first. <laughs> I know. It's like shit. Oh, I'm eating all this. Oh, you can still get hit by a car and die right then. Well, wish you could have that pizza, huh? <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, for me, I almost cook all my meals uh, because it just tastes a little better. You, and you're active anyway. You do stuff. You walk, gotta walk and do stuff. Yeah, anyway, I you, work. you like you're doing. Man, if you work. Yeah, hey, you're being active. Like, if I'm shit. fucking job, I need to quit wearing Vans. I think that's the thing. So again, yeah, I have wide feet, and uh, I don't wear wide shoes because mm-hmm. they're more expensive and they're harder to find. So I just don't fucking worry about it. Um, but anyway, I have like corns on my feet and I always, I just thought these were blisters. I never knew exactly what corns mm-hmm. were. You just hear about it right all the time. Right. And so I looked this shit up and it's just like dead callous skin that builds up over time. Yeah. And so, um, you get these volcanic rock pummel <laughs> stones. Um, I probably should just go get a pedicure and they'll do it. So I've been Those a fucking, are fucking awesome. Pedicures are fucking amazing, man. I have two, two experiences. I'll share them up, but I've been shaving my fucking feet off, you know, with this volcanic rock shit when I'm like in the shower and it's all hot and, and watery and right. uh, smooth as shit. 
Anyway, it's helping a lot. So anyway, if anyone had these where you're like, that's a blister. <laughs> See, <and> salt. <laughs> I thought it was a blister, right? And then I went and ripped off the skin because that's what you do blisters, I think. And then I was like, oh, that wasn't a blister. None of the skin's healing back. It's just kind of like a hole in my foot. <laughs> so God, uh, <laughs> the volcanic rock pummel stone has smoothed it all up <laughs> and i just kind of buff it up you know and now it looks all polished. shine that motherfucker exactly. Ooh, we wax on wax off um so i have i went to get a pedicure twice i went once both times with my mom the first time i went uh enjoyable time you know it was like oh that was great yeah. you know the first time i went um i kept thinking the lady was like rubbing my feet against her boobs i was like yeah. i feel like you're getting a little weird right <laughs> And, yeah. um, and who knows what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> Only God knows. Happy ending. And uh, <laughs> then the second time we went, uh, like a year, you know, a few months later or whatever, I happened to get sick that day, but I like f- now keep feeling like I got sick because of the pedicure because the oh. water was cold. It wasn't hot enough. And I like got the flu and I was like, oh, fucking shivering. Well, and you and I was like, your feet, something opened up, got in your skin. Right. So I was just like, I don't know. So I yeah, haven't been back because of that, but I'm sure it had nothing to do with it, you know. For sure. <laughs> the other day. Um, They're pretty good what they do. <laughs> yeah. If I can make a living, I worked with this one dude whose wife would go every other week and spent like $75. Right. Because he was like appointment only, the best in town. And she didn't even have a job. Like she sat at home all day. I was like, I don't even want to see your nails. What are you wasting your <laughs> she money on? She stayed at home all so She's staying ready for daddy. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, he might be a nail freak or something. Yeah, everyone Did has their nails. kinks. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has their kinks, that's true. And you can't judge people for them anymore. For sure. Just how the world is. Kinky um, world. <laughs> I will say, since the last time we were on this podcast uh, with Snappy, we talked about Trump and the whole impeachment thing. Nothing's happened since. Right. So I was like, I'm sure all kinds of news is going to happen. Pretty much everyone's just like, okay, yeah, he done some shit, but he's an idiot. And everyone's like, that's what Trump does. Right. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? So uh, you're wasting your breath. <laughs> we're going to see what happens in the next election. I I think I still say he's going to win again at the moment. Because I don't see anybody running against him that people are voting on. Uh, it's very odd. Yeah. I saw... Uh, Some people vote for crazy reasons, too, why they voted for Trump. <laughs> they just wanted to see the world fall apart and so they can fucking do the recon missions and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you're in the military, and I'm sure you get to meet all kinds of crazy fucks out there yeah, now, right? Like, but, I heard that. It's like, this is why I voted for Trump. Not because he's a good president. I just want to see the world go to shit. So we can just go zombie apocalypse on shit. Okay. Yeah, martial law will be very popular in ex-military. Uh, not for me. I'm not built for that. I'm over like, let me make you some beats. Uh, right? Shit. <laughs> I got my kids. Where's the beat makers? going to be in this post-apocalyptic world. Hey, we got to have some war music. Get us pumped. <laughs> Make them killer beats. A to the mo. I'm going to be the modern-day drum circle. Hey, give me something that sounds like I'm on. I'm rocking this 50 cal while hanging over the clouds. Yeah, someone's got to be able to download the music for online for people and work the computers. So I guess that's... If the infrastructure still exists, that's what for I'll sure. be doing. Um, all right, man. Well, I think we have enough time. Uh, basically, someone was supposed to come on, and they didn't. And then Koopy came on. We talked about books and TV shows. Sure. And then I was like, fuck, who else? So uh, you saved episode 99. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens on 100 and then moving forward. That's and, awesome. oh, yeah, again, music episode coming out in two days. So two days. Uh, listen to that out. one. It's fairly decent. Yes. All right. Peace, man. Peace. <laughs>